0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.
0: Hi Niall. I know you have a lot of dog lovers listening to your show and I would love to hear their advice on this topic. Myself, my husband got married two years ago. We're only uh, in our mid-twenties and decided that since we're still so young, we're going to have to put off children for four or five years and get a dog first. This means that the dog will still be around uh, when we do have children. We hope. For now, I was more thinking of something like a King Charles or a Bichon Frise or something small, fluffy, and a small jaw. I suppose a more family and child-friendly dog, so that when we have kids, we won't be so worried about having the dog near a baby, and we'll be able to put uh, or and we'll be able to put the baby out of reach. However, now my husband is adamant that he wants a German Shepherd. In the past, uh, when we have talked about getting a dog, we both agreed that we love German Shepherds and at some point uh, we might get one. But I was think- more thinking, it after we had the children, that they were, when they were old enough, to be able to deal with the dog themselves. He never had a dog around the house uh, when he was young. He got his first dog at 14, so he doesn't have experience with dogs and children. I grew up with dogs my entire life and I know how unpredictable they can be, especially if startled or pulled or prodded at the wrong way. It's now turned into a huge argument. He's convinced there's nothing wrong with having a German Shepherd and then bringing children into the house. I completely disagree. They're a big dog and I know that he won't be strict enough with it. I'm also really uncomfortable with the idea of having uh, to deal with a big dog uh, with so much energy and, and a newborn as it'll be me at home mostly with him uh, both while he's at, while he's at work. He hasn't spoken to me now in two days because I called him irresponsible for thinking it was a good idea. He thinks I'm being completely unreasonable. Please, now I'd love your list to find out what your listeners think. Am I being unreasonable, not wanting to get such a big and unpredictable dog when we're planning to have a family soon? Oh no, you're not. I completely agree with you, wherever you are. But the question I want to ask you, is she being unre- unreasonable? Maybe you think she is. And... I know there was a minister or councillor got into trouble going back about two or three years ago. Telling people that I think it was staffs or something he was talking about are not a family pet. And he mentioned dogs on the dangerous dogs list are not family pets. And he was torn apart at the seams. But I completely agree with him and I agreed with him at the time. If you're planning to have a baby in the house, having a Rottweiler is not the right idea. And I personally, this is my opinion, if you do, you're irresponsible. I believe it's an irresponsible thing to do. If you have any dog that's on the dangerous dogs list, they're on the list for a reason. They're wonderful dogs. When the kids get older, they're amazing dogs. Rottweilers, Staffies, you know, German Shepherds, all these dogs that we would be familiar with that can do more damage, so to speak. They're wonderful dogs. But not when you have children. Not a chance. Yes, a Bijan freeze can bite your child. Absolutely. A little terrier more likely to probably bite your child than a staffie. But in saying that, if a little terrier bites your child, you might get a nasty bite. Worst case scenario, stitches. You're not going to be dead. Because let's be clear about it. If we look at fatalities due to dogs, you know, around the world, there are breeds of dogs that are responsible for more fatalities. You know, I mean, vastly more fatalities than different breeds of dogs. The most uh, common dog to bite, by the way, the most most bites are from a collies, believe it or not. I believe the collie is the most unpredictable dog when it comes to biting. Probably Jack Russells and all those, probably nip off a lot too, little small dogs, little Yorkshire Terriers. <coughs> bite quite a lot, don't they? So the likes of your staffie probably doesn't bite as much. But if they do, it's end of game, isn't it? You've got a little baby. You've got a Staffordshire Pitbull or Staffordshire terrier. And that dog bites. It's game over. So you've got to be responsible about it. You've got a German shepherd and it bites a child. A baby. It's over. It's all over. Be responsible. You wouldn't bring a wild animal into your house when you've got a baby, would you? But some people bring in a wild dog. Uh, the number is 87 zero eight. I'm asking you a simple question. Is she being reasonable or unreasonable? Her partner wants a German Shepherd before they even have children. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Hi, Nile, How are you? Tracy, you're a dog owner. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about my growling there. You're a dog you're owner. Fine. I mean, okay, uh, so yeah. is it is it wrong and unreasonable to say to somebody if they're planning on having children, there are certain dogs you really shouldn't get? Yes.
2: Yeah. No, not wrong. There are certain dogs you shouldn't get. Absolutely. I mean, we grew up all our lives with dogs at home. But in particular, we had two German Shepherds throughout the years, you know, Mm -hmm. and both of those dogs, we had them years now. One of them turned on my brother. And the other one would say, we, we kind of had to kind of get rid of him. And then my dad, we had a business, so he kind of got him in to kind of mind the place. But my father's niece, who was in our home every single day, used to kind of work around the place. Mm-hmm. And he tore her around the yard. Yeah, oh, he no. completely went for her. She's marked for life, like. Yeah. Now, I myself then, um, when I met my husband, now, like, he bought me a Labrador. I remember for my birthday, I always wanted a Labrador. They are the sweetest dogs i, I yeah. mean i had um my first child I, I mean, I had Ben, he was his name, the Labrador. Um, I had been about four or five years before I had my son. Okay. And I remember bringing Gavin home and just brought him in the baby grow, left the dog, sniff him and everything. You could take a steak out of his mouth, Nile. The dog was just so gentle. Yeah. Now, at the moment... Well, now, I, I, I
0: will I assume that you were still always conscious of the fact that even though he was a placid dog, and they are a placid breed, that, you know, they still are unpredictable.
2: Well, yeah. dogs are, they're yeah. all, I mean, I have a dog at the moment that my brother gave him, long story, um, he's a cabochon.
0: Yeah.
2: And you see those dogs now, nile the you know, the cabochons and the labradoodles and all that. Yeah. They are the dogs that are very unpredictable, in my opinion. Right, okay. Um, Why, because I Because they're have kind of highly strung
0: or something like that, are they? Yeah, they're
2: highly strung. I have a, ca- a cabochon, I have him nine years, but I was, sorry, seven years, but I didn't get until he was 18 months old because... Um, the, the woman that had him kind of said she hadn't time for him I'm now thinking there was something with him and I love him dearly because I'm an animal lover if I and my husband didn't get him I'd say he would have been abandoned or put down he is so unpredictable Nile. Yeah. when I have people coming into the house I have to put him into the utility
0: right okay you know and he's he a small enough husband. dog yeah the, the Cavachon. The, the, yeah you know, they're really little things Cavachons yeah.
2: are like a springer you know yeah. but um, he 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 went for my husband he went for me And like, we were told to put him down, hadn't the heart to put him down. Right. But at the same time, when I have someone coming into the house, I'll say, give me a minute. And if you looked at him now, he's like an angel.
0: I mean, this councillor a few years ago that was kind of giving grief over. He was talking about some park somewhere, a dog park, anyway. But it, he, there was a sign up, and he was basically saying that these dogs, the likes of say a staff, a Rottweiler, a, you know, German Shepherd, the dogs that are all on the list of the top, you know, the dangerous breed list, that you know, yeah. they're not family pets. They're not
2: nice. Is they're he really right, is he
0: right pets. to say that? I mean, he he got torn apart for saying that. I believe I actually I agree mean, with him. I
2: agree. I agree one hundred percent with him.
0: I mean, they're I wouldn't, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, that. I know people love their staffies and they think they're gorgeous. Personally, I'm not attracted to them at all. But I would never have one in the house where there was children,
2: ever. I would never, if you gave me a million euros to take a staff, I wouldn't take one. I wouldn't take any of those dogs. And I would never, as much as our German Shepherds were a beautiful dog, I, after those experiences at home, I would never, ever get one of them, ever.
0: No. Stay there for a and second. Think, Stay yeah. there, because I want to go to Caroline as well. Caroline, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Caroline?
3: Hi, Nile. How are you?
0: Good. Well, getting back to the original email, so he wants to get a German Shepherd, and she's saying, "No, oh, get something small and fluffy. So, I mean, is she right? <clears throat> or he right?
3: Well, I listened to the email there. Uh, you read it out, Niall, and the fact that he hasn't got much experience is the alarm bell for me, because you need yeah. to have a lot of experience to have a German Shepherd. They're a highly intelligent dog. And they work for a good master. My own mother is 80, and she has one, and he is absolutely top of the range. But a guy who hasn't had dogs all his life—till he was 14, yeah—he
0: didn't get a dog till he was yeah. 14, yeah, so yeah.
3: It's a little bit image-conscious, so I would make a further suggestion: if he wants a dog that's sporty but doesn't make him look like a girl, he should go for a <laughs> spaniel.
0: So are you su- are you suggesting this is his testosterone that wants this dog? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know it might sound a little bit sexist to say it, but a lot of men who have
0: those. I know, wrong, no, you're right, you're right. They I'm they not going to disagree with you. They
3: represent their own ghoulies, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know.
0: I see that you see the lads going out with the staffs so or the yeah. little pit bulls, yeah. and they're yeah. walking around. They yeah. always have the baseball hats on. Only oh, look at me, dog. No, I'm not yeah. saying all everybody that owns one, but I'm just saying
3: there is an so, extension
0: you know of I mean, manhood I mean, there.
3: We're both on the same page there, yeah. but yeah. I think I think they can compromise and get it. A... Now I've owned turkey dogs throughout my life from my christening day to date so I've had experience with every dog on the planet practically right and the dog I would recommend for a family who are going to have children and going to be going on holidays and having a good time is a Springer Spaniel
0: okay oh also, yeah yeah nice dog the
3: most super dog you could have in the house I don't. with children is a Bernese Mountain Dog now I know they're big but oh, their oh. characters is exceptional
0: hmm mm. a friend and of mine a friend of mine has know, a Japanese Akita you know the Japanese Akitas no
1: Oh, That's they're beautiful! No, it's a beautiful dog, kids, I, and I tell you,
0: the only problem with it is it's so big that when it jumps on you, nearly knocks you over, right? But it would—I yeah. I just know the temperament of the dog; it would never bite. You could yeah. kick his pull it—it yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh,
3: yeah. But the thing about the Springer and Isle is it's—it's it's a sporty dog. You can mm. go running with it. You can go hunting yeah. with it. Yeah. And the children mm-hmm. can play on the beach with it. It'll swim with the kids. It'll swim with it. It's a dog that's a compromise, but it's not a it's not a powder puff with a bowl. They're brilliant.
0: <laughs> exactly. A Powder They're puff exactly. with a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> a cotton bud with four legs. <laughs> yeah, a cotton bud with four legs.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I do yeah. like the cotton buds now. In fairness, I like the Bichons, and the, I I have a Maltese. And uh, you can keep them. <laughs> <laughs> she Millie. Uh, so I but, have a
3: Bernese Mountain Dog and an Lurcher, and to be honest, I'm an absolute. Um. I call out for greyhounds and lurchers. They are Mm. the most fabulous dogs.
0: I'm a small dog person. Right, so getting back to what this counsellor said, Caroline, some time ago, which kind of ties in with this topic, and he said there are dogs, the dogs that are on the the dangerous dogs list, and he said they're not family pets. Is he right to say that?
3: Well, that's his opinion, and we're allowed to have our opinion still in Ireland. We still have free speech. Um, But I think people who are used to dogs can have every dog. And people who are not have to be a bit more careful. And that's about it. I mind dogs. And I have owners who are fabulous because they're dog people.
0: Would you I have, have a Rottweiler if you had young children?
3: Well, I'd rather have a half a dozen Rottweilers than no children.
0: <laughs> that's a whole different argument. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah which are less trouble. But, 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 I mean, would you advise somebody if they said, listen, I've got two young kids. One is two and one is four. We're thinking of getting a Rottweiler. What would you say to them? But
3: you see, they all talk about training the dog. We have to train the children as
0: well now. Ah, children are unpredictable too, you know. No,
3: they're not. Johnny the sticks his finger up wrong. the dog's
0: bum. There's nothing you can do about it. Do you know what I mean? Uh,
1: well, he won't do it twice. Now. Sticks
0: his action man up his arse or something like that. He are you? won't do it twice. What?
1: He won't do it twice. Yeah,
0: but I mean, but but you can't, you can't. The, the child is more important than the dog, and that's just a fact of life. We have to accept that. Okay, I know we all love our dogs, etc. But a child, a human being, is more important. So, but children do things. They pull tails, they pull ears, they sit yeah. on the dog. You have to accept that's going to possibly happen.
3: It can happen when children are not taught properly. Now, I never did any abuse like that on any dogs. When I got a dog the day I was christened from my grandfather, mm. he put a, a dog he put a German Shepherd pup, ironically, into my basket on the day of my christening. And someone said, Paddy, you should be giving her money. And he said, I'm giving her something for life. Mm. Which is what he did. He gave me a dog, and I've never, never been without a dog. It's been a joyous thing for me. Okay. So it's down to the children being trained as well. Okay, so, so for the person who sent
0: in the email, what advice are you giving her? Should she just compromise but here with the partner? He's
3: not experienced enough. I don't trust that he's not experienced okay. enough. So I would say yeah, he's not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, get the spaniel. Experience.
0: Get the Springer spaniel. I've so. oh,
2: been a Springer for 10 years. He's, oh my God, they're amazing dogs. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah.
0: Okay, yes. well, stay there both of you. Let me go to Kelly. Kelly, you're an Ireland's classic kid. kids. How are you doing, Kelly? How are you? Hi, Kelly. Now, Kelly, you're going to start giving out, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, she is. She's going to start giving I out.
4: I'm going to give out. I, I just have, I suppose, I'm triggered by, I suppose, breed, what would you call it? Breed Breedism. Breedism.
0: Breedism. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm a massive dog fan. I love all dogs, small, big, large. But I have a preference for large, scary dogs. Right. I just <laughs> absolutely adore them. the. Bigger, but you're an adult. The terrifying the better.
0: Yeah, but you're an adult. You you yes. far away. You know what I mean. You're an adult. <laughs> If you want to have a large scary dog, you have a large scary yes. dog. Yes. Well, I. am t- personally, I'm terrified of potentially large potentially, scary dogs. By the way.
4: I do potentially plan to have children, and I do intend to have large dogs and children.
0: But mm, mm.
4: there are like all dogs are a lot of work. There's there's no question about it whether you have a small dog or, or a large dog and. I think any dog is a massive amount of responsibility. And if you don't put the necessary training, you know, exercise, discipline, love into your dog, it's going to have behavioral problems, whether it's a Chihuahua or a Rottweiler. What you'll find is most people that have Rottweilers, German Shepherds, they tend to leave them out the back and leave them alone. They're not integrated into the family. And, you know, so it's not a surprise when you hear that there are bites or situations. But I actually read a study. I can't remember where I read it. I think it might have actually been in the paper and they said dogs that are more motivated by food are more likely to bite things like uh labradors retrievers and people love those dogs you know mm-hmm. so it's, i think people just assume because it's a rottweiler it's more likely and i know you're right and
0: those little yorkshire terrier things they're probably most more likely to bite because yeah. they're nippy little things, right? Those, yeah. But yeah. And, but, and here's the, but here's but here's the thing, you. Kelly. You will agree with me as a dog owner, I, I particularly of a dog owner that I like scary dogs. All dogs are unpredictable, right? So you know it, because it's their only line of defense if something goes terribly wrong. I
4: didn't say it. I don't think dogs are unpredictable. I I think oh, they are. I think
0: dogs oh, are unpredictable. Ah, we just now now, Kelly. I was I was running with you here. I was starting to like you. But you're telling me now dogs are not unpredictable? Of course they are.
4: Let me explain my case. Why? I think if you have a dog and you've had your dog for your entire life, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a dog for 11 years. He was a boxer, particularly large, coming up on 40 kilos, a big brute of a dog. And I could read that dog's mind. And as he got older, it's predictable. He is older. He is aging. He is going to be more sensitive. He is going to be more irritable. That's predictable. I know that. So I'm not going to leave a child with him. It's mm. up to the person not, not. to assume responsibility. Like, I think in this particular situation, if the guy has never had a German Shepherd or any dog, I think it's probably a bad idea, full <laughs> stop, you know, because there is a lot of work and you have to know the animals. You have to know about animals. I don't know if dogs are for them because I can see them just getting rid of that dog. And I think that's so Yeah. Well. Okay, sorry, Caroline
0: or Tracy, you wanted to say something there. Sorry.
4: Yeah. This is a very valid sentence.
3: And I, and I love that girl you're talking to there. She's Kelly. fantastic. Yeah. Kelly. <laughs> Fabulous woman. I'd love to be... You
0: don't even know by her. By but her. yeah, she comes yeah. across as a bit mad but, but lovable.
3: I, <laughs> I look after dogs. So I know a lot about people who have dogs. And there's two types of people in the world. There's people who have dogs and dog people. Yeah. And they're worlds apart. Yeah. I yeah. can mind four big dogs for a dog person. And there is no problem.
0: Yeah, I'm just a person who has I a can dog.
3: I can mind one chihuahua for one of these neurotic nutcase people who've never had a dog and suddenly have one. And they break break
0: your heart. Yeah, but here's my fear. And I'm disagreeing with Kelly on one point she makes is I believe all dogs are unpredictable, right? And if I have a Chihuahua or a Yorkshire Terrier or a Bichon Frise or a Powder Puff with legs, as you call it, and I have a baby or a little small child that sticks its finger up its ass or pulls its tail or pulls its ear or something like that, okay? They might bite. The child, at worst, will end up with a few stitches. If I have a staff or a, a German shepherd or a Rottweiler and that child does something to it the child is in a grave. Yeah, no I do you know do you just do you understand where I'm going with that.
3: I do understand where you go but the very valid point that Kelly made was she can read her dog, right? Now you imagine being married to a woman and you come in from work and you can read her mood. I was so married one, to one.
0: I was married yeah. to one for 25 years, yeah.
3: Yeah, and you can read her mood as soon as you come through the door in the evening I know after you do work yeah. listen to me yeah. real dog people can read I their I could dogs. I
0: wouldn't be in the position I'm in now but go on Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't really? have got divorced if I hadn't been able to read well, her mood figure her out
3: it's part of life's process yeah. but real dog people can read their dogs Right. they know when they're going to strike but the dogs but people who have dogs can't read anything about a dog because they don't understand them and they don't want to get to know them and they don't get inside their heads. Right. Dog people do. And that is the difference between that guy getting a German Shepherd and Kelly getting a German Shepherd. I know. Oh, well, yeah, okay,
0: but we're talking about the average person. And Kelly, you do agree with me that, you know, larger dogs can generally do much more damage.
4: I do. You know, the funny thing is, obviously the larger the dog, the more power it's going to have. That's just common sense yeah. and, you know, that's, that's obvious. But, I do think that, more, that the larger dogs can sometimes be more docile and people who get larger dogs tend to put more training into them. My dog, Tyson, who actually... I'm Tyson. To Tyson, who died through COVID, oh. which absolutely... He did He did not.
0: He died. When did he die?
4: He died through COVID. Oh, I'm so I sorry, Kelly. Him.
0: When, and when did he die? Last year, was it?
4: Last year. I was heartbroken. How old was he? My, he was 12.
0: Well, that was young enough, wasn't it? For a boxer. Oh, why well, do boxers... Do- I, I see, now you're educating me here. I know they have problems with the respiratory... They have respiratory issues, don't they?
4: The, lar- the larger the dog, the shorter the life. So usually I'll find that large dogs on average only live about 10 years, whereas the smaller dogs might live to, let's like, 16. Yeah, somebody
0: told me that recently, like, about Great Danes and things like that. They don't yeah, live long.
4: eight years. Yeah. Great Danes. I have a very frequently large, large dog. Now, dogs. Oh, sorry,
0: sorry, Tracy, what are you saying?
4: Sorry, I Oxford... not the Yorkshire Terrier. Sorry, I the
0: have Oxford um, Terrier. them things.
2: No, I hate. Oh, my sister has one of them, and he's a right little prince. Oh, no, it's
0: just the noise um, They make. Yeah. <laughs> he's so
2: annoying. He's just he's an ankle biter. But um, <laughs> I have uh, Jack Russell. Um, his name is Fluffy, but he's not fluffy. And um, I have him fourteen years. Right. And he. Everybody is, in Ireland had a
0: Jack Russell about thirty years ago. Yeah, everybody oh had Oh my
2: him. god! Night fourteen they years, were and cheap. I had him at the vet recently, <laughs> and he said. He has he has the health of a puppy. Right. He oh. is so cute, and I'll be it, but if anything happens to him. But uh,
0: Tyson, I'm thinking of Tyson here. He's gone. So
4: well, um, Tyson was you know, 30, yeah. 38 kilos of love and care, and I oh. rescued him from the DSCCA. He's about a year old, and he had so many behaviour problems. It was exhausting. It took me about four years to train him to to where he kind of eventually oh. kind of settled. Well. I trusted him with my life when it came to kids. People could poke him, pull him, and he just loved it. He couldn't so if somebody
0: say, came up to you in a park while you were walking and said, is it okay if the kids rub the dog, you'd have no problem with that. Oh,
4: he would love it. But when I adopted him, he had a lot of uh, dog aggression. So I had to be very responsible when it came to... You had to, to train it ask- out
0: of him. Actually, hold on, Kelly, because I have to go to break. Stay there with me, Kelly. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 0871 to Blade Travel zero I'm asking you... You know, the dogs that are on the dangerous dogs list, you know the dogs I'm talking about, the ones that are classed as dangerous breeds. Do you believe they're family pets? Would you get one for your family?
2: That's not always the case where Labradors are concerned. I had a Yorkshire Terrier and it was savaged by a Labrador. It wasn't provoked in any way. Just got it in the park, attacked it and um, savaged it. On the other hand, I have got a German Shepherd now and it's the gentlest dog that you could ever have. It's the way you look after them and the way you keep them um, determines what way their personalities develop. Thanks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's down to the individual dog. And remember, of course, not all dogs are predictable. It doesn't matter if it's a Labrador. I know her Labrador earlier on. Or was it Tracy? Was it? Was lovely. But that doesn't mean all Labradors are lovely. Oh, you're off your head! Japanese Akita's would eat you. They're one of the worst dogs you're mad in you Google. <laughs> <The> a little <laughs> cuddly teddy bear. The thing that chomp your head <laughs> off. It the things that they use for attacking bears. And that things they're all right. But I'll tell you, when they torn, they torn. I just my friends have a Japanese Akita. It's lovely. It jumps up and puts its paws on your shoulders and licks the face off you. Let me go to Amy. Amy, you're an Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Amy?
1: Hi, you not too bad. How are you?
0: Good. Now, you have an eight-month-old and three dogs, and one is a German Shepherd mix. No, I've actually... I
1: have an eight-month-old baby. I've got a German Shepherd collie mix, and I've got a
0: Jack Russell as well. So, a right. full house. <laughs> okay, a full house. Okay, now, what do you say to people who say... Oh, probably not a good idea to have a dog like that when you have a little baby in the house, just in case.
1: Man, I tell you, I'd rather the German Shepherd Collie mix with the baby than the Jack Russell.
0: Why? And be- I'll tell
1: you why. why? German Sh- the German Shepherd Collie mix is the softest dog I-, I think I've ever owned. Now, I've had a German Shepherd before, so we know that came from. They do need a lot of training, like the said. They do need a lot of exercise, and they do need to be fed. You can't let them go, will we? You know that kind of way? Yeah, yeah. But the Jack Russell, I'm telling you now, she is a wagon. She's lovely. She is lovable. She is great with people. But she's, she's hyper. That's why we got the German Shepherd to find of train that out of her. Sitting more, she still needs. Something. Yeah. But with the baby, I'd be more inclined to let him kind of grab at the German Shepherd and stuff than after Jack Russell. No way. Absolutely no way. Um, and has, yeah, he, has either
0: sure. one of them ever kind of growled at the baby?
1: No, no. They love the baby to
0: so what did you do when you came home with the baby? Did you bring the baby over to the dogs?
1: I introduced them straight away. Yeah, yeah. introduced them straight away. It's good for the baby to be person. It's good for the dogs to get used to. Even when I was pregnant, it's like the dogs knew straight away, okay, something's going on here. And um, we have to be gentle around her. You know, they got very protective over me as well. Right. And um, the German Shepherd now, he wouldn't leave me side and sit and listen on my stomach. He'd put his ears on his stomach when the baby ah. was chicken and stuff. It was lovely. Yeah, that, know? no, it
0: does. It sounds yeah. lovely. And by the way, you know, yeah, I mean, they are yeah. man's best friend, as they say, or woman's best friend. Yeah.
1: Best friend. Now, I know you said earlier about the collie
0: being the most unpredictable to bite. For biting, yeah. I'm you now. Yeah. Now, Leo,
1: that's the
0: dog, that's a German shepherd's name. Um, he... Was he named after Leo
1: Veradker? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> no. So, probably, yeah. So, you know, but I've less that that's But
0: look at. Quick, we only got 20 it. seconds. Go on, Amy, finish off there. What you want to say, quick? <laughs> no, i so no, no.
1: All right. But like that, like, you have to be cautious. Like, you never leave them in a room un- tent, like, unsupervised. You know, that's just asking for trouble.
0: Well, you're right. It is asking for trouble. And I think it's all about the people who own the dogs. And I appreciate you coming on the air, Amy. I appreciate everybody getting involved in the conversation.